Well, there we go. Uh, good morning, everybody. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> it's Wednesday, May 25th. We're live. My name is Matt, and uh, we are uh, back for another episode of Wake Up Legendary. Hope you're doing well. If you're newer to our show or if this is the first time, maybe you just randomly found us and you're tuning in, and, um, whatever. Um you can text the, the letter is W-U-L. So you would actually just open a little text message and it would say W-U-L in the body of the text message. So there you go. See that W-U-L. Now autocorrect might get you sometimes, so careful. Uh, but you'll type it in and send it to 813-296-8553. Uh, it'll look something like... I lost it. You get the point. Send it. And every single morning, here's what you're going to see. You're going to see a little text message that shows up at 10 a.m. Eastern every single day. It's going to look something like this. Okay. And all it is, is it's a little reminder. In fact, mine just came in right now. It's just a little reminder. You can tap the link and you can join directly from your phone. It's super easy. Uh, it makes never missing an episode uh, super easy. And the reason you should always be tuning into these, if you're going through our 15-day uh, challenge or if you're in any sort of our training, the reason you should be so dialed into these Wake Up Legendary shows is because it's with totally normal people just like you, just like me. People who got started, uh, a lot of times they'll come on and they'll be like, hey, I didn't know jack squat about how to start any sort of online business, okay? I don't have business experience uh, you know, I, um, I barely went to college. Um, and, and then there's other people who are really successful, uh, who have full-time jobs and careers that required college and went through that whole thing. And now they're kind of like, all right, well, you know, now I need a little extra income to pay student loans or to pay my mortgage or to help save for kids, uh, college funds or stuff like that. So Long story short, text WUL to 813-296-8553. Every single morning we have on another awesome guest from our community. Today, that guest is Emma. What's up, Emma? How's it going? Hello. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Uh, How did you manage to find Legendary? Uh, what's, what's the story behind Emma and her online business? Wow, okay. So I'm, uh, I'm from... I'm originally from California, but I'm in Las Vegas. Um, what, uh, yeah, what set me up to start affiliate marketing and start an online business? Um, I had, I had been looking for a way to create passive income for a long time. Like this started maybe like five years ago, I think. Um, just because uh, there, I just had like some life experiences, like without getting into it too much. I worked with um, uh, terminally ill children, which I know is kind of a heavy topic, but it just put in perspective for me that life is so short and nothing is guaranteed or promised. So I wanted to be able to live my life based around my values. And um, that didn't always necessarily mean for me, like being, you know, being committed to someone else's corporate dream, being committed to someone else's, you know, schedule, like, because I knew I wanted to have children someday. I wanted to be able to yeah. do all these things with my life. And for me, that meant having more financial freedom and time freedom and location freedom. So the hunt for passive income and for, you know, some type of, cause I knew I wanted it to be online, some type of online income, uh, started a while ago. And I, uh, 
So as many people do, I started with an MLM. Sure. <laughs> um, Join the yeah. club, man. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I failed in the traditional sense that uh, financially it didn't really set me ahead. But I will say that it did do a lot for like my mindset around business, my mindset around what it takes to run a business, to be a professional. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I am happy that I'm, I took that away from it. But yeah, after I after I stopped doing that, um, I just kept looking and, you know, I, plenty of things come up. Like when you look up, you know, if you were to go and Google like online side hustle, there are sure. things like drop shipping, you know, and all that. Everyone's seen them. And um, sure. uh, this it's so funny because a lot of the wake up legendary um, that I've tuned into, like I hear the exact same phrase. So I'm just going to say it and it's probably going to sound familiar, but scrolling on TikTok and (laughs) (laughs) talking about affiliate marketing. And um, to me, it was like, it was hitting all of the right buttons when it came to having my own online business, because like an online business is great, but like, I didn't, I didn't have a product that I had created. I didn't have a product. um, I didn't want to deal with, you know, inventory and shipping and customer service and everything. So as she yeah. was describing what she was doing and how she was able to do it, I was like, that's pretty incredible. And so the rest is kind of history because it was the 15 day challenge that she was promoting. And that was that. Wow. Super cool. How long ago was that? I took the challenge in November of 2021. Wow. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, and then as you, as you went through the challenge, you've, so you've already been through an MLM. What, so you said something about the MLM. What mm-hmm. did you mean by it did things for your mindset or got you thinking differently? Like, was it just kind of employee versus business owner mindset or, or what? Cause it's always good to take away something from, I started with MLMs too. Right. Yep. And it's sort of one of the easiest intro. I don't know sure. why. Um, it seems easy or something. I don't know. Yeah. But what what did you take away from that experience? And uh, in terms of what you said. Sure. Um, so like the I know like a lot of like when people think of MLMs, I think of like, you know, I mean, typically it's very like hype up, sign up, pillage the village. Like it's very kind of like based on. um like they really get you based on like emotion. They get you very excited. The one that I joined, they actually, they were trying to um, like kind of flip the script on that and they treated it very professionally. So Mm -hmm. they were big into developing your mindset as a business owner so that you were prepared for, you know, the highs and lows, the valley of despair, um, all those things. And so like they were big into mindset books, you know, reading and beefing up your business owner mindset so that, um, you know, just to kind of anticipate the highs and lows of business ownership. So there were a lot of mindset books involved. And I read, you know, I still have all of them and I still read them frequently because they're great. But yeah, um, really, really what it came down to was just seeing how being a business owner is so much more different than being an employee in so many different ways. Like, so just having kind of like that endurance to carry you through maybe some of the tougher times, uh, in Europe, because, you know, I mean, there are times, you know, I mean, for example, like as an employee, we're so used to getting paid every two weeks, right. That's a big thing for new business owners to overcome is that you put in Mm -hmm. two weeks worth of work while you're not necessarily going to get paid. Right. So, uh, yeah, just things like that, things like that, that kind of helped Mm -hmm. that I feel like continue to help me to, push through when there's like dry spells or, you know, maybe some self-doubt and things like that. That's, I feel like what maybe I have 
appreciated the most taking from all that experience in an MLM? Yeah, I, I, it's a different world. It's a different game. It's a totally different thing, but also it's like, a. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like a it, it does give you some sort of intro. There's always some sort of positive takeaway. It does give some sort of like um, here's how to here's what it's like to work and and sort of grind and not have anything handed to you kind of thing. Same with exactly. any sort of business, I guess. But exactly becoming very self-sufficient. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm -hmm. So throughout you've got your full-time job you're working um throughout that process you, you end up finding us on tiktok somehow mm -hmm. you purchase our challenge um as you're going through the challenge tell us a little bit about your experience did you have like a an advisor uh did you go through all of the challenge did you go through the challenge then how did you go through that and how did you experience that what was that like yeah, sure. So I was, um, yeah, I mean, I bought the challenge and started it pretty much immediately because I was very excited, very eager to just learn about because I had zero knowledge of affiliate marketing prior to finding the challenge. Like I had never heard of it. So it was kind of like on a whim. I was like $7. I mean, what do I really have to lose? You know? Sure. So, um, yeah, so I started it right away and I was, um, I mean like the way that it's set up is great, honestly, because, uh, for, it's, it's a lot of information to take in, especially if you've never heard of affiliate marketing before, but to be able to go back and watch the videos multiple times, to have it set up almost like a class. Everyone's learning style mm. is different, but my learning style, I so appreciate the way that it was set up because I was able to go back mm. and reread, review, rewatch, re um, yeah. talk with the advisor that was available. Um, you know, it was, I mean, it was great. It took me I mean, it didn't take me the really the longest part was just, um, you know, like waiting for those appointments before you could get the next day and the challenge opened up. And I mean, that was only once or twice that I had to wait a couple of days. But other than that, you know, plowed right through it. And it was, um, you know, a lot of information. And but it was great because there's so many resources and so much uh, knowledge in there that's made available to someone that by the time I was done with it, I felt very confident in having like um, the foundational knowledge to set up and start uh, my own affiliate marketing business. And then on top of that, you know, business blueprints, just like beef that all up and help me to really get started. So it was, I mean, it was amazing. I thought that it was very well done. Cool. That's so cool. And then as you transition uh, into the whole content creation realm, so are you like a social media guru or like, is this newer for you? This is all new. I mean, okay. like the yeah, it's it's all new. I I have like one um, unrelated Instagram account where I post a lot about like what I'm reading, but cool. that's I mean, Instagram posting a picture is a whole another world from like TikTok content creation. So yes, essentially I am a novice. It's all beginner for me. Wow, cool. Yeah. Are you like a big reader? Yes, yeah, huge reader. Love to read. Cool, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I uh, so. You go, you go from virtually no TikTok content. I mean, especially short form video content creation is very yeah. tricky, right? It is. Um, and you, you dive in any nerves, any worries? Are you scared? Are you nervous? Are you just like, all right, like, here we go. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. Um, it's all, I mean, it's always like, uh, I feel like really like most of my nerves come from like, 
putting the video out there and feeling like, oh my gosh, I feel like I look like such a dork, um, which is fine. Um, as far as like nerves around, I don't know. I feel like I, I see some, a lot of people come to me and like ask like nerves about like, um, you know, like getting negative comments and things like that, which is fine. It's going to happen. But as far as putting out content, like what my content is about affiliate marketing and uh, how to get started in affiliate marketing. Um, I think it's just all about being rooted in what you know, because the people that come on and make silly comments, they don't actually know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. And if you're rooted in that, then you're not, uh, you know, it's just kind of water on a duck's back. You just let the the people on the internet say what they're going to say. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, that's always tricky, man. I mean, people, I always wonder what that's because I, when I first got started, it was like, there wasn't, there wasn't, when I first started making videos, there wasn't this organic reach. So like, mm -hmm. I never really dealt with being a new video content creator and having actual people watching. It was more like you created it and hope somebody would watch. Yeah. Um, and usually no one was watching. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just a fascinating thing. I always wonder about that, how people who are, who are brand new to this, brand new to the mm -hmm. idea of this, come on, uh, go on TikTok or something. And, you know, like you've got videos on your channel that have done 40, 30, 40,000 views and um, lots of, you get lots of engagement, lots of comments, lots of people looking in, you know, given their unsolicited opinions, which that's social media. So yeah. Um, yeah, I always just wonder how people deal with that, not deal with it, but how they perceive that and stuff. So what's, what's been your, what's been like your content creation? Do you have a schedule? Do you, are you just kind of post on a whim? Like what's been your system? How are you running your business? Um, so the first month that I did TikTok, I challenged myself to post five times a day, which is, wow. yeah, yeah. And I mean, that's not necessarily a strategy. It's just, that's going to work for everyone. But I felt that, yeah. So did you, did you, side note, did you see the guy that I interviewed a while back who was like, who was like, yeah, I just, I post 10 times a day. Oh and I was God. like, you, uh, coming in? <laughs> what? Um, and he was like, yeah, no, dude, I post 10 times a day. Did you see that? No, I, I, I missed that one, but that is incredible because five times a, a day, there were some days I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Five a day is a lot. Yeah. Five a day is a lot. I usually tell people like, hey, just focus on good content. See if you could get one great piece of content every day. And yes, if you can get a couple more than one or two, awesome. But get one. Okay. So five, you started out five a day. Right. Just because I felt that in the beginning, being totally new to this, um, I felt that if I was shooting for five a day, uh, it was going to help keep me accountable as far as posting went and as far as mm -hmm. creating content to post. Because, I mean, that's I feel that that's really the key for people that are wanting to get started on TikTok with content creation is to like, um, I don't know if everyone out there has heard the term batch create, but mm -hmm. um, I feel that that's the way to do it. If people are worried about like being able to get videos out on a consistent basis to just when you have some free time, block out some free time, create some free time and record, record just a whole bunch. You don't have to sit and edit and post them all right then and there, but then you have them right. in your drafts. You're able to edit and post as you go. Um, and so that was what really helped me now. Yeah. So that was the first month. And since then I'm being a little bit more realistic. It's more like two or three a day. Um, because at the, at this point now it's like, I've created my target audience, you know, that that's another thing that that first month really helped with having all that content was creating a, a good target audience. Um, and so now I'm just able to do 
yeah, like do a little bit less, but it's still, um, it's still getting the reach that, uh, that the first month did. So. Yeah. 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 It's still bingo. It's still getting the same reach or whatever. I, and I also think, um, well, good on you for figuring out a rhythm that works for you and is sometimes, uh, yeah, I don't know what it is. We come up with some crazy stuff sometimes. I mean, not that five a day is not doable, Mm -hmm. but also, I mean, is there enough time in the day? Probably. Is there enough creative juice to actually show up? Because you're talking, I don't even know how to calculate that. If I have a day times 30 is 150 a month. Okay. So, but I mean like legit, like good content that's going to get views, that's going to get watched. Um, It's a lot. And I'm glad to hear that you figured out a little bit of a, little bit of a solution. So um, you're at seven, what? 8,000 followers almost. Mm -hmm. Um, What have you found most beneficial for let's start with let's let's do two things mm-hmm. one for uh views and engagement and growing your followers mm-hmm. and then two is uh converting those followers meaning how do you turn them into leads what types of things do you do to turn them into leads but start with how, how are you getting those followers what type of content have you found works best um you know, but what's been your takeaway over con- uh, creating content and building that followership to now almost 8,000? Sure. So I think that for, for the first part, for getting followers, for getting traction in an audience on TikTok, um, I think that if there were like the the best things that you could do, I think it would have to be, I mean, they talk about it on TikTok quite a bit, but a hook in your video, right? Something to engage your audience something because TikTok is very I mean if if you if you actively engage your brain for a second while you're scrolling on TikTok usually like it's just like a passive like you know flip flip and you really are waiting for something in a video to catch your eye because that flip comes very quickly if there's not something in the first two three seconds that makes you stay then you're on to the next video so, so, putting- so by the hook you um for let's say somebody's watching this and they're brand new day one mm-hmm. um it's what you mean by that. Tell me if this is right is in that first three seconds, you've got to come out with something that grabs their attention and stops them from scrolling. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Something, I mean, a lot, and there's a lot of like social media strategists that you can just like look up their accounts and they're giving this info away for free. That's a lot of what I do is you just go on TikTok and search social media strategy. And they're like, here's 10 great hooks you can use in a video. And so lots of resources for being able to create, you know, eye-catching and attractive and intriguing videos on TikTok. But um, yeah, just anything. I just, like- I just want to emphasize that was like, you just said that in passing, but that's like, that's a real thing there where people mm-hmm. um, don't understand that you can just, there is sort of endless ideas and resources. And if you were to just go search things like that on TikTok or on YouTube with a little notepad, and you're sitting writing down like, oh man, I could use this hook. I could use this hook. I have in a safe. Uh, I don't know why it's in a safe. But in a safe <laughs> here important. in our house, I have this notebook from when I started online, mm-hmm. and uh, it it has notes, written notes, handwritten notes that I took at a conference in 2011 uh, about headlines and copywriting and highlighting certain words in your headline and underline on a website and split test and all this stuff from, uh, yeah, I guess 11 years ago. Um, 
I'm getting old in this industry. Um, and, uh, and still some of that stuff is crazy. I look back and I write that and I look at some of the headlines and I was like, wow, that was, that was like a great headline. I bet this would be a good hook in a video, or I bet this would be like a good curiosity nugget in a training or something. Um, but doing things like that is sort of taking it. So I think, you know, with legendary, you get sort of a business model training you definitely get some traffic and marketing training as well, especially deep inside the blueprints, but um, you get this whole business model, but I just thought that what you dropped there in passing was sort of a key for people. Uh, And the key being you've got to take it and actually run with it and actually implement it and then build on it. Right. So like now you're, you, you've gone from just, I'm a consumer consuming training. Okay. I get it. Now somebody tell me what to do. No, you're on the TikTok app and you're actually typing in, okay, like I got to find some hooks. I got to figure this out. Right. And really you're just engineering. You're just, you're sort of solving a complex problem of, well, what's going to be my next hook? What should I do? Where should I look? Right. And you you didn't message me. You didn't go on, you didn't open an email and you're like, Hey Matt, I need ideas for hooks. Do you have any ideas? (laughs) Uh, And most of the best business owners don't, they, Mm -hmm. they're like, okay, what resources do I have around me right now? How do I solve this problem? Let's solve it. And so kudos to you on that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, my, my mind was blown that there are people whose entire TikTok account, whose entire niche and social media like corner of the world is just putting out strategies to help other TikTok accounts grow. And once I found that, I was like, oh man, like it's on, like this is a game changer right here. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing too is, you know, what some people will comment here on this live is, well, who's the right one to follow? Who's the right one? But that's the wrong question. It, mm-hmm. the, you could look up 10 of those accounts. Some of them will tell you the same things. Uh, what I used to do, for instance, with stuff like this is I used to look them up and I would I would just sit down and type out like what their suggestions were on certain things. Let's say hashtags. What's your strategy mm-hmm. around hashtags? And I would get it from a bunch of people who showed up on uh, first on Google. I would look up people on TikTok, up people on YouTube. And I would write down their suggestions and I would cross-reference them. So I would look through and see, okay, these three things out of all of everything that they say, these three things are the ones they all agree on. So I'm absolutely going to do these things. And then uh, the other stuff that wasn't as much, I was like, these are opinions. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's certainly maybe some facts, but then there's uh, also just opinions. And you need to understand that when it comes to, I think everyone who's listening would do a really good service to themselves to just say out loud, there's people give opinions online and not everything is black and white and you got to test it and you got to try it out um, and and actually see if it works. You got to figure out if it works for yourself, Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. your specific style, your content, whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. So you're, you're creating all this content uh, you're starting to get followers because you're using good hooks. And my guess is that you've also figured out a way to sort of keep people on the video too, because video, how long a video right. is viewed is really important too. Right. If you have a great hook that says, I'm going to show you how to make a million dollars in three seconds. And then right after that, uh, it goes into just, you know, talking, you know, you're kind of blabbing and you're talking slow and, 
you're like, well, you know, maybe not three seconds, maybe mm -hmm. like you know, three <laughs> years and people just swipe. They're like, what an idiot, you know? Right. Um, yeah. What do you do after that hook that you feel like has been successful or why mm -hmm. do people, you don't, you don't wake up to 40,000 views magically or by luck. What did, what have you done to keep people's attention? One thing that I found actually really works for a video is to, um, is, uh, like, it, like if you were giving the hook, like you were going to answer the, like a big problem that someone is having, like, um, did you know that you can solve X by doing Y? And then I say, here are three things that I did to help me solve my X with Y, you know, and mm. then going in a list format, people really seem to like lists. Um, I love lists. Uh, just very concise bullet point information that is easy and kind of brief and quick because they're able to uh, ingest it quickly, right? It's coming in easy, short form, just bullet points. They can take away and say, okay. And that way it's not, um, you're not like giving like a long rambling monologue of, well, you know, I started out by doing this and then blah, blah. People want to know that you can give them the answer to this great question that you've posed. And they're like, wow, I really want to know how to do that. Oh, and she's going to give me the answer and just like ABC, you know, that's, that's very attractive. And I think that that the list format is, I think one of the most successful formats that I do in a video. I feel like that when I look at the data on the videos, that one's, those seem to have the longest watch time, which uh, is important watch time. Like, you know, they, I mean, TikTok, I can't, I can't think of all the analytics they give you on the video right now, but they give you, um, like the uh, like the total watch time of your video, they'll give you, you know, how long the average watch time is, right? Yep. How long, you know, if you have a 23 second video, people are watching on average 18 seconds. That's great information. So yeah, I found that list format bullet points is, um, is a good one for people to stick around and um, see more of your video. Wow. Hope everybody caught that. Go, if you're watching as a replay, rewind and go back and listen to that. Mm -hmm. uh, but you are right. That is a marketing, that's been, that's been, a, uh, I've read so many marketing books in my past um, and lists, things like that, like top seven ways, yeah. like all of those things. Yep. And people love, it's, I don't know. It's just human psychology. I don't know why people love yeah. that so much, but yeah. I think it's just compressing like a whole lot of information. Like you're posing a big question and then you're able to compress all of that valuable information into just like, here's like, you know, four steps. And people love that something so big that they perceive as so big is now just four steps. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I, um, you know, one other thing, one other thing that I, I see you doing before we move to how do you turn them into leads and, and purchases? Um, the other thing that I see you do on your videos is it, it seems like you have your little headline or hook in text at the start mm -hmm. of the video too, mm -hmm. like a sticker or, um, or just, you know, like you'll actually just type the words out on the screen. So somebody's like scrolling and they are immediately drawn to that little sticker or words that says like, um, is this the weirdest side hustle ever? Or is mm -hmm. this like, um, uh, you know, these are the top three ways to, um, or, or here's the one secret to getting your dog to stop barking or exactly. you could shed 
20 pounds in, in 30 days by not eating this one food, right. Mm -hmm. Or something like that. I think that that's super powerful. And, um, I don't know if you've ever seen this account, but, uh, this is, this is a really cool account to follow for everybody who's here. I'll, I'll share my screen real quick. Um, just to get ideas about hooks, it's in the weight loss niche and it's, it's kind of a weird, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird, let me see if I can find it. Here we go. It's kind of a weird account. So, um, if I zoom in a little bit, it might be a little more helpful. There we go. So this guy is, is a cat. Have you heard of this account? I have not. No. <laughs> okay. Give this account a little follow, but basically if you really want to learn sort of like the copywriting, how to use copy and how to use these little, like, check this out. Right. So we were talking about lists, right? Time. Um, the first food he is does avocados. This, he does avocados are like nature's here. perfect food. They're very low in carbs. Um, and they're also where he just lists off five of the healthiest foods of all acid, time. I mean, talk about not needing, you don't even need to be an expert to deliver something like that. You could Google search. What are, what are the top 10 healthiest foods and choose five of them, right? Or something like that. Exactly. Five exactly. foods you should never eat again. But for anybody who's on here, you know, five foods you should never eat if you want to lose weight. I know I've been watching this account for a while and I just, I'm curious what people do with their accounts. So I watch these sometimes. He's posted this video multiple times to this channel. Mm -hmm. It's got 736,000 views. But um, these little stickers, right as you start the video that show up, people immediately, they might not like this dude's face. Five foods. They might not think he's cool, whatever, but it's just him. And if you watch these videos long enough, you're going to see that, uh, that this guy um, is reading basically off a teleprompter in what appears to be a pretty dumpy apartment in <laughs> God knows wherever he is. I don't even know. I mean, mm -hmm. Who knows where this dude is? But mm -hmm. I will tell you this. Uh, this little unknown strategy is earned in 540,000 followers, and he's yep. an affiliate marketer who's promoting uh, products on ClickBank. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Um, mm -hmm. A keto product. There you go. And, you know, I don't know if he's the prime example or whatever, but I will say um, – that he uses those hooks and those stickers. And I noticed you did that too. And I noticed a mm -hmm. lot of the best content creators, that's what they're doing is they yeah. use right away that lead in. It grabs people's attention, hooks them in, and then they move them into a compelling list or a piece of content or something. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think that's all just like, I mean, kind of what you were talking about, just the human brain. Some people like are, mm -hmm. we're all wired a little bit differently. And so certain people are just attracted to different things when you're scrolling. Maybe it is, you know, some flashy sticker on the screen. Maybe it is, you know, words. It's not always going to be the person's face or voice that's on the screen. Some people might just go, you know, meh. But if there's something pretty on the screen, something flashy, it's kind of, you know, there might be like, oh, it might attract their attention. So it's, you kind of just like throw everything out there at once. Like what is going to attract everyone's attention? And then the people that are going to stay, stay. <laughs> yep, totally. Yeah. And the other cool part that this does, it also, by doing that, and I think this is really sneaky and, well, uh, yeah, I think this is super sneaky is when you do that right away and you give that hook that's super relevant to the content and also to your channel, mm -hmm. typically the only people who are sticking around are people who are actually in the niche that you're trying to sell to. Mm -hmm. And so now you're building inside of this algorithm, the algorithm's just collecting 
collecting, collecting these pools of people to show your videos to. And that begins to get very niched in and very focused. And now you've got this captive audience where this is why going live is so powerful. This is why posting, um, you know, occasional longer videos about you or your journey or where you're at in your business or where you're at in your weight loss journey or where you're at in your dog training journey or whatever it is, um, is because at some point down the road, no matter how many times you've posted at some point, your audience is going to be so dialed and so focused and so curated that you go live and you're talking to your ideal avatar a hundred percent nonstop and they're sitting mm -hmm. there watching and they're like, hey, I'm already ready to buy. Like, mm -hmm. can you just tell me what I need to do? And exactly. sometimes we overcomplicate that process, but I, I just, man, the, the power of an algorithm or, you know, a piece of software and an app to solve that problem for us is crazy. It's yeah, such an it's opportunity. It's pretty amazing. Um, so you get all these followers. How do you, how, do you have a strategy? I'm just curious. Do you have a strategy for turning these people into uh, leads? Do you give them calls to action? What, what types of stuff do you do for that? Yeah. I mean, I do try to put a, um, a call to action on every single one of my videos and it's not, I feel like this is one of, this is like the, the hill that I'll die on with this, um, is that the call to action every single time doesn't have to be, um, head to the link in my bio, totally. right? which obviously is like where eventually you would like for people to go, but truly like if they are interested, they don't need help going and finding the link in your bio. It's the same on every TikTok profile. They know where it's going to be. Um, okay. I feel that, uh, I feel that, you know, I mean, there are plenty of other call to actions that you can use. Like you can use, um, you know, comment what you think, which, you know, helps with engagement on a video. And then that's another, I mean, that's a video of content creation strategy that I have too, is that the more people content, the more you can reply with video comments um, yeah. and, you know, generate more videos that way. But, um, you know, you can say comment, let me know what you think, uh, comment and tell me what your favorite blank of this is, uh, follow for more, uh, go to my profile and check out my other videos. There's lots of ways that you can, you know, encourage your followers to engage. And it doesn't always have to be some, I mean, on an appropriate video. Yes. You can say like, uh, this is exactly how I started. You can go to the link in my bio and check that out. Um, sure. but, uh, but not every video, like, needs that on there. Sometimes it, it, it definitely, I mean, and again, I didn't know this right away. I kind of like learned as I was going, but there were some videos that I would just stick that on the end as I was learning. And then I was like, eh, like that didn't really sound right. Like if I could go back and do that again, I probably wouldn't say go to the link in my bio because it just doesn't fit there, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's, uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, using call to actions is, um, they're great because they do like, if your audience is watching your video and they're listening and paying attention, they will be compelled to like, oh, okay, follow you know, oh, okay. Sure. Comment like, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's definitely one for engagement. Another thing that I just feel is like super important for nurturing the leads that I do get for nurturing the followers and the audience that I do have, um, is very, um, is just being very authentic. And mm. what I mean by that is like, um, and again, this was something I learned as I was going because starting out on TikTok, I think that, I mean, at least for me, when I was consuming TikTok content, like it looks like a lot of lip syncing. It looks like a lot of, you know, just like. 
Right. Right. And which is fun. I mean, those videos are, um, they're like fun to make and trends are fun to do. Like that's, you know, why not, why be on TikTok if you don't want to have a little bit of fun with it and do some of the fun trends and things like that. But, um, I found that people buy into you before they buy into what you're selling. And so being authentic and genuine, and I feel like letting your audience hear your voice in a video at least one time a day, like actually talking, um, you know, and engaging and like being open about like who you are and what you're doing and essentially letting your audience know why they should care. Um, yeah. I feel like is, uh, just like maybe probably the number one thing um, to mm. earn just your followers from people who like, yeah, to turn followers from people who are just following you to people yeah. who are like, oh yeah, that's Emma. I recognize her. Oh yeah. She was talking about this last time. Like now I'm interested in her story. I'm interested in why she started affiliate marketing. This is where she came from. This is where she's going. And that makes it, it makes, um, I feel that it makes the process like a little bit more human. It adds a human element and people like can relate to that more and then want to, uh, find out more. Wow. Yeah. I, I feel like that to me, the, the whole, you know, not needing to put a call to action and also, uh, not necessarily needing to do a bunch of trends all the time, but really bringing yourself to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, that to me sounds like you've really figured out who you are on social media. And that's really cool. Because you start to hear yourself and hear the message and hear the thing. And rather than just being like, well, everybody's doing it. You're mm -hmm. kind of like, I just, that doesn't sound right for me. Uh, and that's a big, the last two words there are big um, words not to be ignored. The words for me. Because once you start to feel more comfortable as it is, you know, doing the content for yourself, not for yourself, but what I mean is you begin more confidence and you get more clarity on what you're trying to say and how you want this to come across. It, it opens up this sort of intuition. Uh, and, and what happens, I feel like, is that people begin to, the viewers, you know, look at content and they're in about that, oh, like, she's like, like, not your awkward, or like, you know, like, just kind of found your voice and like, you know, like, like, um, yeah, I'm going to this, but, um, you know, since the algorithm built so much on, um, so much on, on how much of the video is viewed, I've done some tests around this, um, and with some really great results, actually. Uh, but here's a little tip to everybody who's creating content on social media. Um, there's two things you can do at the end of the video that are not calls to action. They're total opposite. They don't give any instruction. But yeah, sometimes, sometimes there's, um, there's the option of giving a call to action that makes sense. But other times, if you're just going for a growth video, which is, um, a video that's specifically, hey, I want to help my channel grow, meaning I want to get more people. Um, what you can do is um, you can you can um, let the video go and um, 
at the very end, you basically cut off your last, you cut off the very last, um, like two seconds or something. And as you're going, you're, you're saying something like, um, what did I do this? With? I did this when I created a video around how to make a t-shirt brand. And, um, and so very at, at the very end of the video, I would say something like, um, like I was going to give them a call to action or something and the video just stopped. And then it went back to the beginning because sometimes when you do a call to action and you sort of set it up as this, like, now, if you'd like more information about that, what are people going to do? They're going to scroll, right? It's like, yeah, it's, it's, if you're like, and also if you want more information about my product, you can go to the link in my bio and it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. But like people are going to start scrolling because they feel like it's the end. And so <laughs> what I did is I, I made this video about, and it was basically like, would you like to, so the hook was, would you like to start a t-shirt brand without needing any inventory or your own online store? Here, let me show you how. Step one, go to this website, whatever. And then step two, go to fiverr.com, whatever. And then step three, and I went through five steps. And at the very last step, I it just kind of cut off and the video restarted. So I started to get a lot of people who viewed it again because I went really fast through the content. So they were like, dang, I think I need to watch that again. And they started pausing and they started commenting. And this is the only video on this whole channel. It was, I, the channel doesn't even exist. It might exist still. I don't even know what it's called anymore. This has been <laughs> over a year ago. And it, that one video had 340,000 views. And wow. um, it was, it was like, I spent a lot, like not a lot of time, but I spent a good amount of time, a couple hours on that one video, just mm -hmm. every clip I knew was going to be really good. I also in that clip spell or I said Fiverr wrong. So I, I gave this as a little tip to our blueprints people on Thursday. I said the word five RR and the amount of comments making fun of me for saying five RR uh, just destroyed like it, and <laughs> all of that engagement. They're like, did he just, you know, and people would leave the comment. Yeah. I just ran to the comments just to see how, like, who caught that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, me love to let comments. you know that you're wrong. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, and man, like the the little creative humor bites like that, like mm -hmm. especially misspelling something or especially okay. say, pronouncing something intentionally wrong, but just moving right through it like nothing happened. You'll get tons of different comments. And those comments are the best because it's people just having a good time. And it's more positive, funny, humor-based like mm -hmm. comments. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when you're trying to sell something or you're doing business online, a lot of the comments are like, oh, God, here we go again, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but if you can get comments that are just more like, hey, I'm just, we're, we're playing around making fun. Like, that's the point. That's what the algorithm loves. And so your videos will likely blow up a lot when you do that. Yeah. And, and, and then you end it, you know, on a hard end before the, you're, you're really wrapped up and give a call to action, which then people are like, did we just start, did the video just start over? Am I watching this again? Mm -hmm. And then they'll watch it again. And now the algorithm's like, oh my gosh, people keep watching this video. This must be a really good piece of content. We should, here, let's push that out to everyone in the world. Like, let's get it in front of as many people as we can. Um, so 
sometimes an unconventional approach. I think a lot of times people get on here and they, they watch people's, they watch other successful people's videos and they're like, Oh, okay. That's exactly what I have to do. And it doesn't maybe fit them or it doesn't quite the voice. I don't know. It just doesn't hit their voice right or whatever. And it just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And um, I think a little, yeah, I think a little bit of uh, creativity helps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with going on and checking out other like popular, you know, marketing videos in your niche because it's great to get ideas, but then you definitely do have to go and make everything that your own because um, right. yeah, it does. Your audience does perceive when you're doing something that you're like not comfortable with and not, you know, thrilled with that does come through. Yeah, totally. Wow. Well, Emma, thanks for um, all the gold nuggets today. I feel like you know, like between the two of us, there was just a lot of good stuff there that people could take and right away jump in and get going. Um, so thanks for bringing the heat and um, thanks for, uh, I think, were you kind of a last minute? We Did we need to, or no? Um, I, I, I was, but then I got rescheduled. So it's totally fine. I had plenty of time to prepare. It's all good. <laughs> well, thank you for being flexible and um yeah, to keep rocking. I uh, I just wanted to say that I feel like um, you know it, there's there's not a super secret reason for your success. It feels like you put in the work, and um, you know I, I don't sometimes like if people come on here and they feel like nervous or like you know like it just feels like you're comfortable and confident leading people to where they need to go, and that's a cool thing. And um, keep it up, keep rocking. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Of course. Anytime. All right, guys, I'm going to put up uh, Emma's uh, TikTok. Go give Emma a follow on TikTok. It's Prosper with Emma. Really easy to remember. Prosper with Emma. Um, give her a follow on TikTok. Say, hey, I saw you on Wake Up Legendary. That was cool. I loved XYZ. What, what did you love about today's show? What did you hear from Emma that um, was a takeaway or a gold nugget that you're going to hold on to? Um, and we'll be back here again tomorrow, same time, same place, 10 a.m. Eastern. As always, Emma, come back. Uh, send us a message in a couple months. We'd love to have you back on. That would be super cool. And um, we'll be back here tomorrow on Thursday for another episode. Peace out, everybody. See ya.